Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey everyone, this is Chris. Thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, to be still, and to be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for the presence of Christ. Lord Jesus, stay with us from the beginning to the end of this day. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today we're going to be reading out of Matthew chapter 3 verses 1 through chapter 4 verse 11. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warns you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit 
is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his right hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. With the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And the devil took him to the holy city, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to them, or he said to Jesus, All these I will give you if you fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I was reflecting through this passage, uh, there was verse 8 of uh, chapter 3 really stood out to me and uh, I'm kind of chewing on this for a bit um, it says bear fruit in keeping with repentance the New Living Translation says it this way prove by your way or prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God in other words be sure your repentance is genuine see that your genuine repentance is followed by genuine results John the Baptist came preaching, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus himself, at the beginning of his ministry, began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Set before verse 17. Repent is a term that means to change one's mind. And in particular, as we can see by the confession of sin among those being baptized by John, it is a changing of mind regarding one's sins. This is not only a recognition of sin, but a change of attitude toward it and a distancing oneself from it. It's interesting that this verse 8, bear fruit in keeping with repentance, is sandwiched in a statement to the Pharisees and Sadducees regarding the wrath to come 
and a presumption of safe standing before God because of position. On the one hand, they are told, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? And on the other, don't presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. Two true takeaways. There is a coming wrath, and no one is safe apart from repentance of sin. In Romans 2, Paul speaks of the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. He said, you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and restraint and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance. But because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Romans 2 verses 4 through 5. So as not to believe it is our own repentance of sin apart from God's salvation in Jesus that we escape wrath and are made right with God. Listen to this from Titus chapter 3. When the kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us not on the basis of deeds which we did in righteousness, but in accordance with his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he richly poured out upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Verses 4 through 7. So here are some questions for us to ponder, just thinking about bearing fruit and keeping with repentance. Do we see evidence of repentance in our own lives? If there has never been a true changing of mind towards sin, has there been a putting away of the truth of a coming wrath or a neglecting of the truth of God's kindness? If there has never been a true changing of mind towards sin, could it be that there's a dependency of being safe because of our own personal stats rather than a dependency on salvation provided by God in Jesus?
Lord, thank you for not only warning us of the wrath to come, but for also providing salvation from your wrath. Thank you for your kindness toward us in Christ Jesus, even as your wrath was abiding on us. Lead us in repentance, away from our sin and resting in you. Let the evidence of repentance be clearly seen in us. Let our confidence be not on our own striving for righteousness, but on the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.